0: Bye. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night to whoever you are, wherever you are. I am your wonderful host, Marquita, and you are tuning into another awesome episode of the Essence of Black podcast. We are going to be talking about a very sensitive topic today, but I'm so excited about it because it kind of piggybacks off of the topic that we discussed last week. And I was really excited about it because I was already thinking about something that I wanted to bring to you guys this week. And I already had the ideas listed. I already had the game plan, everything down pat. That was until I posted this question on Facebook. And the reason why I posted it was because I am trying to put together this event in Germany. And I wanted to get a lot of people's feedback on you know the topics because of what we were going to be discussing so the question that i posted it was ladies what are some topics you feel we shy away from and overlook as women i'm trying to see some. you know i'm always trying to see something trying to gauge my audience and make sure that i am talking about things that you guys really want to hear so of course i have to tap into my main source which is you guys to make sure that i get your continued love and support So, of course, everyone that commented on the post, they were listing all types of topics. And one topic in particular that actually related to last week's episode, um, it was toxic mothering. And I was scrolling through the thread. Everybody's having a conversation. And one of the comments that the girls made, she said that she had to learn to accept the apology that she would never get. And that hit home for me. That, That really hit me because... I just started thinking about there have been so many times where I've gone through certain situations with people, had arguments, disagreements, and, you know, we're both heated in the moment. And, you know, you're both waiting for the other person to apologize. And, you know, your pride steps in the way. And then you be the bigger person and you say you're sorry. You admit what you did wrong. And then that person never says anything. And they just continue to go about like nothing happened and they want to talk to you like it never took place. And a lot of times when you have those situations, people don't like to acknowledge their role in that because they don't want to take accountability. And so we, in turn, start really internalizing that we start worrying about it, we start creating these scenarios in our heads, and then we start to become stressed out. We start to think about the situation and we're just asking, "Well, why have this person apologize? You know, why am I always the person that has to do this? You know, why do I have to be the bigger person? Why why can't I be petty?" And you know, I understand that I'm not the only person that has done that because I have. And um When she said that, she had to learn to accept an apology that she would never get. I felt that in my spirit and in my soul. So today's podcast is Fuck Your Apology. (laughs) And what I mean by fuck your apology is basically not internalizing things and letting that weigh you down and stopping you from your greatness. So when you talk about toxic mothering, any type of topic, whether it be relationships, um, miscommunication, anything like that, We have to understand that not a lot of people are going to think the way that we think. Not a lot of people process things the way that we do. And we find ourselves trying to figure that out. We really find ourselves trying to understand, well, I would do this, so I don't understand why this person wouldn't do that. You know, I have these values, you know, I have this respect, you know, I have this appreciation for how things should be, you know, I respect people. And you know, we start to have these conversations in our head trying to rationalize why this other person does not apologize. And sometimes you'll never get that answer. You will spend hours trying to figure out why someone doesn't have the accountability that you do why someone doesn't think and process things the way that you do. And if you continuously try to think about that and solve it and understand it, you will never get anywhere. You are going to worry yourself. Meanwhile, the other person is just living their best life, not even worried about it because in their mind, that's how they handle certain situations. And We have to stop trying to define people. We have to stop trying to force people to be the type of person that we are and accept them within the reality of who they are. And that was something that one of the psychologists had told me that I used to work with. We were having a conversation about forgiveness. We were having a conversation about how to deal with certain situations, whether it be in your family, whether it be um, work-related. Any type of interaction that you have with somebody and you come to a misunderstanding or disagreement with that person, you know, how do you get past that situation and then start to heal? And when he said that to accept people within the reality of who they are, don't change who you are if you know that you are this person that has done everything that has checked all of your blocks. That has really sat back and thought about it. Thought about your role in the situation, how that made the other person feel, and everything that you need to do in order to try to fix that situation. And they are not receptive to that. Then you have to learn to accept people within the reality of who they are, because that's who they are. Now, granted, you meet people that say, "Okay, you have to give people benefit of doubt." You know, everybody has room to grow, and that's true. But the key is you have to be open to grow. You know, you have to be open to the idea of being able to take accountability, personal accountability for what you did and did not do. And that's where the whole open dialogue comes into play. And I'm not gonna front. It took me a while to figure that out because I'm the type of person, if something doesn't make sense to me or it doesn't feel right, my first instinct is to be like, you know what, I ain't got time for this, you got it, it is what it is. And I don't like to talk about things when I'm mad or upset, because I know me, and that just took years of understanding my triggers and things like that. But I had met someone that said, hey, you know, I get that that's how you are, but you have to learn to be able to talk when that stuff is Is happening, you know, not to internalize it, hold on to it, then be mad. And then you want to talk about it when you're ready to talk about it when you cool down. And you know, that was really hard for me. (laughs) That was very hard for me, because it gave off the perception that I didn't care, when in reality, I did care. I just knew that if I said something, I didn't want it to be something that I did not mean. And I like to process things. So to meet somebody that really encouraged me to work on that, you know, that was a blessing because you're not going to meet a lot of people that are concerned about your personal growth. And you meet a lot of people that are more so concerned about what you can do for them and how you make them feel, how, how you can make them feel better, how you can do something to benefit them. Not anything that they can do to benefit you and vice versa to make sure that it is mutual, you know? So when it comes to fuck your apologies, sometimes you just got to be like, look, I'm not going to stress myself out about this. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to try to figure this thing out. I just have to accept people within the reality of who they are. And that's perfectly okay because you're well-being your mental well-being is very important and you don't want to create a type of space and energy within yourself to where you're giving that to this person and they don't even know that they're taking it well perhaps they do because they might know and understand the type of person that you are based on their interactions with you so a lot of times well I'll say sometimes people who observe you people that watch you people that learn you know what triggers you they know how to push your buttons they know what gets to you and so when you're dealing with that type of person they might know that if you have an argument or something with them they're gonna know exactly what to say to piss you off they're gonna know how you're gonna react to it and then they won't apologize because they're like oh I got the upper hand so when you're dealing with those type of people sometimes you have to switch it up And when he said, accept them within the reality of who they are, if you know that person is like that, okay, cool. You know what? That's how you do. That's the type of person that you want to be. All right, fine. That's the reality of who you are. However, how you're used to me responding, I'm going to flip this up. I'm going to switch it up. So that throws you off. So when you start to do that, And you throw that other person off, they don't know how to react to it. So now they got to come up with different ways to try to throw you off to see if they can get another reaction. And so once you start to accept people within the reality of who they are and sometimes learn to to accept the apology that you would never get, you know, that's the first step. in actually not giving a damn and protecting your space and protecting yourself from any more stress from any more heartbreak from any other thing that's going to bring any type of negative energy into you so i always tell my friends my family if we're having a conversation and someone says anything i'm like you know what fuck that i ain't get time for it and it's not that i don't care but i feel that i'm gonna put in my life right now to where i don't have time for certain things i don't and it's not that you don't care it's not that you're overlooking a situation or you don't want to talk about it and you don't want to deal with it. It's all about you understanding what you are going to invest your time in. Are you going to invest your time in to a situation that is not going to be conducive to your personal growth? Are you going to invest your time into a situation going back and forth with a person and it be continuously draining? Now, if you are going through something with someone and you know you're having a disagreement about something... And, um, you know, you're going back and forth, the dialogue or anything like that. You have to be able to see it from both sides, because I've also been in a situation where, you know, I'm dealing with someone and they do something and then I go back to, oh, well, they should know why aren't they like this? Well, you know, I would have done that. And that was my first mistake, trying to put them into the same category of thinking as me. You know, and that only ended up hurting me because now I'm trying to rationalize why they don't do certain things a certain type of way or why they don't react how I would react or why they didn't approach the situation the way I would approach it. And then I ended up getting upset and mad about it and not wanting to talk because I'm like, no, you should know this. This, this is common sense. Why should I have to have a conversation with you? Why should I have to explain this to you? You know what I'm saying, and so that's when that whole pride and ego comes into play, and then you know they're not wanting to have the the first initial okay, well, you know, I apologize and things like that, and so that's where that whole took of war comes into play, and like I said, just being able to meet someone and have them bring certain things like that to my attention. And get to a point like, okay, damn, you know, I see where you're coming from. I see what you're talking about. But to continuously work on that. And it was a struggle. And I know if it's a struggle for me, I know it's probably a struggle. Or still is a struggle for some of you that are listening. And, you know, it's just something that you work on daily. It's something that you have to be open to trying to improve about yourself. You know? And nothing happens overnight. And so we have to understand that everything it takes time. This is a marathon, not a race. And so we're so used to instant results that if we don't get them when we want them, then it's something wrong. Like we just don't know what to do because we're so used to everything being so fast paced. And you know, that's just how we are programmed. We're we're taught to want things immediately. We're, we're taught about the the importance and the value of Of getting things when we want it how we want it and if we don't get it then we're pissed off you know so um we just have to learn to to be open to a lot of different things and be open to ourselves more and understanding who we are understanding our limits our boundaries um things that we will and will not tolerate and deal with and you know it's a it's a work in progress It's not going to happen overnight. It's something that takes practice. And if you are lucky enough to find someone that is willing to go through that with you, because my dad used to always say not everybody gets it at the same time. And they do not. Not everybody understands it at the same time. Not everybody is going to get to that point and level where they get it. You know, it takes time for that. And so if you're lucky enough to have somebody that understands that and that works with you in that, you know, that's completely, that's awesome. You know, I think that that's good because you're actually learning together. And the only thing I don't like sometimes in those types of situations is because people kind of treat you like, you know, you should get it. You know, you should have it. Or like they were never at that point in their lives where they had to go through that now don't get me wrong you don't want to continuously stay in a situation where you know you're constantly pouring and pouring and pouring and other person is not giving and vice versa and i've been in a situation like that before too and that's a totally different topic but it was so much that went into that and i also see it with my friends you know i see it with um co-workers sometimes you know having a conversation with them And, you know, there's just so many different things that go on. And I feel that we just get so bogged down in what we want and how we want it that sometimes we just allow that to take an effect on us. And when we don't get those apologies, when we don't get the acknowledgement that we think we should get when it comes to a disagreement or it comes to us actually um, voicing our position on something, then we just don't know how to take that. But even when you're saying you have to accept an apology that you would never get, that's perfectly fine. It's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't say anything bad about you or anything. It doesn't say anything bad about that person. That's just who they are. And you also have to understand that the way that people react and the things that people do have nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you at all. And that's what I used to get caught up in, trying to analyze and understand why people act the way that they do. But I had to come to the realization that people's reactions to certain situations, how they treat others, how they treat themselves has nothing to do with me because everybody is going through an issue. Everybody is going through a struggle that we know nothing about. So the key is to actually talk, try to understand that person, try to understand where they're coming from, try to understand, you know, why do you think the way that you do? Why do you react the way that you do in certain situations? Why is it that sometimes when you have argument with someone, you don't like to take personal accountability for it, but you always deflect what's going on on the other person and try to make them feel bad about something, you know? So to try to have those conversations with people and understand, I think is very important. And it also comes with the importance of understanding how valuable relationships are with people. And I feel that we have stepped away from that at times because of this society and just how desensitized we are to a lot of things that we tend to overlook the small stuff. And so even when you're having a conversation with someone and you've never met them, never met them at all, and your first interaction with them might be negative, you know, they might just look at you a certain type of way. And you just automatically assume, well, dang, you know, they got an attitude or, you know, why they looking like that? They walking around like they're better than somebody. Oh, she must be like this or he must be like that or, you know, X, Y, and Z. Then we start to develop these assumptions about the person. Don't know anything about them. And then once we start being around that person more, actually having a conversation, you kind of find out, damn, that, that person really dope. That that person is actually cool. And it's like we put so much energy and time trying to define people. We put so much time and energy trying to put them into this category just based off that one interaction. And I understand they say first impressions and all this other stuff. I I get it. (laughs) Trust me, I get it because I've dealt with it. And I used to have people tell me, oh, well, you know, when I met you, you know, you just look me. No, I look like I'm minding my business. <laughs> and I used to tell them that I'm like, no, it's not that I'm mean or anything like that. I just don't personally give people my energy off the bat. And I'm the type of person I have to feel you out. I can speak to you, hey, how are you doing, or whatnot. But if we're in a social gathering, we have the conversation. You know, we're we're vibing, we're talking. But I still have to see what type of person that you are. I have to see, you know, are you someone that I could hit up or text like, hey, you want to meet up, you want to go out to eat or anything like that, you know, because I don't believe in giving my energy in- to a lot of people that I don't know. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a loner, <laughs> you know, I have literally, I can count on one hand the amount of close friends that I have because I don't let everybody into my space. And that's perfectly fine with me. It has nothing to do with me not being open and friendly, not caring about anyone. I just understand the importance of not letting people around me, not letting everyone around me. And also knowing and understanding that people really feed off your energy. People really feed off your vibes and stuff like that. And, you know, once you start to be more aware of that, you can pick that up. And then once you start to be that type of person that can identify that, that knows that, and can see through the BS or anything like that, you know, people expect you to apologize for being who you are. I'm not going to apologize for being who I am. I'm not going to apologize for being this person that is fully aware of the type of woman that she is, just based on growing and learning, because being here, right here in this space... It didn't happen overnight, as I'm pretty sure for a lot of you listening, who you are right now at this particular point in your life did not happen overnight. Whether you are still growing or learning more about yourself, it didn't happen overnight because I guarantee you where you are right now in your life, you are not the same person five or 10 years ago. Hell, you weren't even the same person that you were yesterday because you're always in in constant contact with so many different elements. You know, you're, you're in contact with so many different people every day. So you meeting those people, you know, you're going to have different responses and inter- different interactions with them. So you're not going to be the same. You're not going to be in that same constant mood. You're not going to be the same, you know, if you meet certain people, you know. So it's like I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not apologizing for being able to identify you know if someone's not good for me, I'm not going to apologize for being able to see through BS. I'm not going to apologize for being that type of person that knows how to protect her space. And even if I have friends and they bring people around me and you can pick up the vibe and energy, be like, uh-uh, girl, something ain't right. i be like, nah, bro, you, nah, I'm, I'm gonna need for you to check that. Something ain't right. Something is not right with that person. I don't think we need to... To vibe and have them in in the same vicinity because, you know, we have to do some sage or something, you know, I have to clean that energy and that aura. But, you know, a lot of people want you to apologize, you know, for for being who you are and, you know, they expect that. You know, because they want you to really come down and bring yourself down, come off your high, your spiritual high, your enlightenment, everything, because they're not there. And they want you to, you know, come down to their level. I'm like, nah, you got to elevate, brother. You got to come up. And, you know, it's it's not you thinking that you're better. It's not. It has nothing to do with, you know, you got to come to my level. You got to do this. I agree with that. But... You have to actually be open to that and see how wonderful it is right there when you elevate, you know, when you come up to that same frequency. So people, we want you to apologize. I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Fuck your apology. Fuck the apology that you want from me because I'm not giving you that. You can't apologize for the type of person that you are. And even if you have gone through something with a person and, you know, they're not going to do anything, you're accepting them within the reality of who they are you have to consider the the realization fuck your apology fuck that apology and move on because sis let me tell you you sitting at home at night in front of your tv watching netflix wondering when this person is going to hit you up or brother you know, if you sitting back wondering when she going to hit you up or wondering when this person is going to apologize, wondering when this person is going to realize that they did wrong and you're sitting there worrying yourself and, you know, stress out of stuff, fuck your apology. And sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you have to have that mentality and sometimes you just have to be like, you know what, I'm not going to invest any more time, energy into this. It has nothing to do with me. It's above me now as that meme is going around, you know, and it's really above you. It is so it has nothing to do with you. And once you're able to identify that and realize that you'll be absolutely fine. You will be okay with how things are. You'll be okay with the situation and you'll be proud of who you are. You be proud of the type of person that you have become and that you are growing and continuing to be. So it's like when I saw that comment on Facebook and, you know, just being okay with apology that you'll never get that hits home. And it can relate on so many different levels. Y'all doesn't understand. You can relate a lot of things to so many different situations. We have no idea. I'm trying to tell you, when I was thinking about what type of podcast I wanted to do, like, okay, fuck your apology. How could that be interpreted? How could somebody take that? And when I was thinking about it, and I ended up telling my girlfriend the topic, she's like, oh, you're talking about a dude? I'm like, no, why does it always have to be related to a relationship? You know, every time you say, well, fucking apology, I don't want your apology. It doesn't always have to relate to something, some situation that you have with somebody or like a disagreement, or anything like that. It could just be you, somebody expecting you to apologize for being who you are, for being the dope person that you are. And, you know, they want you to dim your light so they can shine or dim your light to match their dim light so y'all can just be in the same room with two dim lights are not giving off any type of bright light so anybody can see. So, you know, sometimes people want you to, you know, come down to where they are because they are comfortable there. And just because you're comfortable there doesn't mean that I'm about to come off of my high. Just because, you know, you want to feel comfortable around me, no, come up and join me, you know, come up and join, elevate with me, you know, that's, that's completely fine and understandable. And, you know, when I talk to different women or men and, you know, just having a conversation in general and talking about certain situations or instances with family members, you know, something personal And, you know, just going through a situation with that person for years, you know, for a long time and just constantly going back with them, constantly trying to figure out, like, what the heck is going on? You know, why can't I get through to this person? And, you know, why can't they understand what they do? Why can't they see that this is hurting me? You know, why? Why does they why don't they just get it? And like I said, you will spend so much time trying to analyze that and figure it out. You will worry yourself to death. And then once you start to take on that type of energy, then you start to project it to other people. And that's something that you don't want, especially if you have children. You know, children are very observant. And I mentioned this in two other podcasts when I was talking about my nephew. And, you know, they're very observant. They're very aware. And they pick up that energy they pick up that emotion. And so once they pick that up, you don't want to project that. You don't want to project someone else's energy to your kids. You don't want to do that. And you know that's that's very unhealthy because once they take that on and then it continues to to get into this cycle because then they start to pass it down and you know that's not healthy it's really not a healthy situation to be in and a lot of people spend the majority of their time trying to figure out how to how to make this person see who they are how much they care about them how much we want them you know to apologize Or, you know, just acknowledge their role in something. And like I told you, sometimes it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you at all. How another person reacts to you has nothing to do with you. But they also have to be open. They also have to acknowledge what they're doing, their part, and their role in that. And sometimes it's hard for people to do that because a lot of people are comfortable in handling things the way that they do, they are comfortable in what they are used to doing because they've been doing it for so long. And that's where you have to... It starts with the person. You can be in a relationship or have a friendship with someone... And see so much growth and potential in them. Like, oh, man, you know, you could do so much better. You know, I see you doing X, Y, and Z. You know, I just don't understand this. And, you know, you can sit there and have this conversation and tell them all of these great and positive things that you see about them, how they could be doing all these wonderful things and reaching and touching different people. But guess what? It still starts with them. They have to be open to receive that. They have to be open to actually wanting to change that because you can sit here and have a conversation with me and like, okay, well, Marquita, you know, um, I think you're a great listener. You know, you're very nurturing, you know, you care about people, you know, I think you should do this. I think, I think you should do that and X, Y, and Z. I can take what you say and like, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I can also dissect that because why i have, i can have a conversation with somebody and they can tell me they see all these great and wonderful things If something doesn't resonate with me, I'm not going to be as drawn to it. You know what I'm saying? So out of that whole conversation that they have with me, I can take bits and pieces like, oh, you know, well, that's cool. Well, I'm not interested in that. You know, well, maybe I know somebody else. Oh, well, I can get you in contact with somebody. That would be a great idea for them. So that's how I really break things down when I have conversations like that with people, when they see something in me or they see something that they feel that I could do. If you know, I don't feel comfortable with it, or I feel that that would be better suited for someone else, of course, you know, I'll tell that person about it. Not saying that, you know, I'll shy away from it, or I'm not open to it, but if I'm not feeling it, then I'm really not feeling it, you know? But I appreciate that, but it might be that one thing that makes me think about something else or a way to approach something. And, you know, not a lot of people understand that, but when you – possibly have that conversation with someone else and you're like oh you know I can see you do x y and z if they don't have that drive and that ambition and that determination to do it they're not going to do it but it has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with that person it has everything to do with them wanting to change wanting to do better wanting to see more for themselves and so you know you have to get out of the habit of wanting to change people because change starts within. You have to get out of the habit of expecting people to see the same greatness in themselves that you see in them. Because like I said, everybody gets it at the same time. And they do. Not saying that they're not gonna, they're not gonna, you know, take heed to it, you know, maybe months or years down the road. You know, there have been times where, you know, somebody has said something to me, like, oh, you know, I can see you doing this. During that time, I couldn't see myself doing it. But then later on, I'm like, damn, you know, what was that that she was telling me? And then, you know, you reach back out to that person like, oh, you remember we had that conversation and you were talking about X, Y, and Z. Then it might come up because now I'm in a position where I'm like, okay, I see that. I'm open to that. And you know that, like I said, people just get it at different times and you can't expect it. I feel that we have very high expectations of people. We go into anything with expectation of how we feel that a person should be. And then when they end up not meeting that expectation then we get upset then if they don't do something that we don't like then we're trying to figure out why and then we spend so much time trying to figure out why they're not this person or they're not living up to our expectations then we become frustrated and then you see where i'm going with this It's just a continuous cycle with all this other stuff and to end up getting to an argument And then you go back and forth, and you're expecting this person to be like you and initiate an apology or initiate a conversation to talk about it, and they are the complete opposite because they are not you. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, how do we handle the situation now? So, you know, everything is a learning and growing process, you guys. And I just want people to understand that this Life is hard, man. Life and interactions with people are hard. And a lot of people don't understand that. And it's not for me to get because, like I said, everybody is going through a struggle. Everybody is going through an issue that we know nothing about. But we have to be open and willing to engage and have conversations with people to understand, you know, that side And not just be like, okay, well, you're like this, or I I just don't understand why. Like, no, you have the conversation. I met somebody about two years ago, and um, it was actually before I got to Germany. And I could never understand why this person would react the way that they did to certain things. You know, it was... So what happened was we were in the office, and every time that any type of confrontation came up about anything, like it could be something so small, y'all, something small, but it ended up being a situation where it was actually, counting me, it was about four people in the office. So excluding me, two of those individuals got into an an argument, and so the other girl, she was like, I just got to go. And she would always do that. Like, anytime there were any inkling of a disagreement or argument, like, she would always get up and leave. Always get up and leave. No matter who it was about, no matter, you know, if it was the supervisor, it didn't matter. She literally got up and left every single time. And so everybody assumed, oh, you know, she can't handle confrontation. You know, she can't handle this. You know, she always leaves. You know, I don't understand why she just doesn't want to sit and you know just be the mediator and this this, that and the third you know well she was here when this happened so that was a conversation that happened i'm like all right cool so i brought it to her attention i was like hey you know why is it that every time you know something comes up you know you always remove yourself from the situation you know because everyone is assuming that you can't handle confrontation you know you can't talk to people you can't do x y and z she said I get it, but that's not the reason. And I was like, okay, what's the reason? She said that she's that type of person that she believes that you can communicate without arguing. I respect it because you can. You have to be two, three, four, however many. You have to be a rational adult to have a conversation in order to address what's going on, figure out what the problem is, and come up with a solution. And she stated that every time something like that comes up, you know, it's always yelling or, you know, someone saying something smart and other person talking over the other person. She's like, I don't have time for that. She said, unless we're actually going to have an adult conversation that's rational to talk about the issue in ways to come to a resolution about it. She was like, I don't want to be a part of it. And that took having a conversation with her and understanding why she felt the way that she did, which was something that nobody ever did. They just automatically assumed that she was just affording confrontation. She didn't want to be a part of it. She wasn't a team player or anything. And that had nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. And so we placed this this stereotype, this perception on her. Like, okay, well, she's this type of person. And that, that that's not what it was. And so luckily, after I came back in, you know, I explained that to him. Like, oh, you know, like I respect that. I understand where she's coming from. And then from there you know, they were open to having dialogue to talk about without yelling or anything like that. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it's very important that we take some of those situations into play. But I will say this, that there are just so many different dynamics and different ways that you can approach, you know, this topic and situations and talking, but it all starts with the individual. It all starts with the person being open and acknowledging you know, they're rolling something and not always deflecting on the other person and not trying to acknowledge their fault and where they can improve because that's important. And you know, once we once we understand that, that it has nothing to do with us, that it's above us, we'll feel so much better. So much better. I can't, I'm trying to tell you, I can't tell you how many times that I've always tried to figure it out. I've always tried to come up with a solution. I always tried to come up with the answer. And I drove myself completely crazy. I would be stressed out. And I'm just like, girl, what is wrong with you? And it got so bad. I used to lose sleep. Like, what the heck is going on? And it wasn't hurting anybody but me. I was the only person that was hurt in the entire situation. And that wasn't cool at all, y'all. Because I need my sleep and I need my rest. And, you know, I had to... Really sit back and think about where I was devoting a lot of my time and energy and my thinking into, devoting all of that into this situation, not knowing that it was hurting me. I was losing sleep, and I wasn't on, I wasn't on point, and it was having a an effect on me, one that I did not like. You know, I would go to work, I would be tired. People would tell I was tired. I'm like, oh, you know, how was your night? I'm like, oh, it was okay. You know, I didn't sleep too good, but I knew why I didn't sleep good. You know, and it was just me thinking about certain situations and, you know, worrying about why another person didn't talk to me or acknowledge something and, you know, this, that, and the third. And, you know, I just really drove myself up the wall trying to understand that. And I think that a lot of us still do that. But I feel that as we get older and we start to realize what's important and what's not important in our lives, then we start not we we don't care, we don't care as much as we did, because it doesn't deserve the energy, it doesn't deserve the time that we're putting into it, because it's taken away from what we could be doing. It's taken away from the time we could be spent with our kids with our spouse, you know, being happy, enjoying life, enjoying the weather, enjoying so many other things than worrying about why this person is not apologizing, why this person isn't taking accountability, not realizing it has nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us at all. And I feel like once we start to get that, then we start to be like, okay, cool. You know, we free up space for other things to happen. And I think that also ties in with last week's topic with generational trauma. Because a lot of times the things that are observed and learned is kind of passed down to us. And we don't know how to talk and communicate about it to get it out and have the conversation. And so then we ended up having a lot of resentment for that person. Because if we see something going through it, we don't see it. But outside looking in, if we peep it and we bring it to that person's attention, what they're doing, they either get mad, they get defensive, or they think you're being disrespectful. And I know that sounds familiar because a lot of older people, especially parents, you know, a lot of them think that like, oh, you know, I'm the parent, you got to be respectful. You know, you better not say this. I'm like, Mom, daddy, if you wrong, you're wrong. You know, that's like, you know, the baby ugly, the baby's ugly. (laughs) And that's just what it is. And I feel a lot of times that parents, they get that misconstrued. And I had to have this conversation with my dad. It's like, I respect you as the parent. I totally get that. totally respect it. But if you're wrong, you're wrong. And if I see that you're doing something that is not right, it's not me disrespecting you or not acknowledging you as the parent because I'm calling you out on something that you did. That's me being an adult and bringing to your attention something that you might not be aware of. And a lot of people don't like to be caught out on their mess. And so people that don't like to be caught on their mess, they don't feel that they have to acknowledge they're wrong. And if you're the parent, you definitely don't feel like you need to acknowledge you're wrong because you're the parent. You don't have to. You're the child. And so once you start to have that mentality, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not. The other person has to be open. You can try to have the conversation with them. And trust me, it took years, years for me to get through to my mom to have a conversation with her and you know it was me trying to get her to understand how certain things affected me you know why my siblings would act a certain type of way and she would never understand why and so you know trying to have a conversation with someone that doesn't see it that doesn't understand it it can get repetitive being kind of like okay how do i need to approach this you know i'm already talking you know, this way I'm having a conversation, you know, why isn't this person getting it? Why are they understanding it? And you know, a lot of people, they're just sitting in their ways. And I feel like you have to get to a certain point in your life to where you're open to having that conversation and that dialogue, because if you're dealing with a person that's completely not open to that, they're not going to hear anything that you're saying. And then you're devoting so much time and energy trying to get them to understand, trying to get them to see the picture and they, you worry yourself because they're not going to get it. And then you piss because they don't acknowledge or apologize like, oh, well, I ain't got to talk to them. I haven't talked to them in months. Okay, that's fine. Let me tell you, my personal experience, I didn't talk to my mom for two years. Two years, y'all. And that is no lie. And like I said, it took me literally 17 years. It took me up until last year when I finally got through and we finally had a breakthrough, 17 years. And I was just like, really? 17 years, but better late than never, you know? And once we had that breakthrough and that wall came down, our relationship flourished in so many different ways, you guys, and that's a beautiful thing. And that's something that I'm very appreciative about because, you know, I think it's very important. And I got to the point where I was just like, you know, fucking apology. It is what it is. She sent her way. She's going to do X, Y, and Z. And that's just how I had taken it. You know, that's how I had viewed it for, you know, 17 years. Like, you know, we've had this conversation every time I bring something up, try to get understanding. understand, you know, she gets defensive. You know, I'm just done talking about it. But... Even with having that conversation with her last year, and don't get me wrong, that she did feel like that, but I had to reattack and try to approach it a different type of way. And once I did approach it that type of way, then we started to slowly have the dialogue. I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is not what I meant. This is what I meant, and this is why. This is what had an effect on me, and this is why. And so you had to create a conversation and environment where there was no room for any questions. Any room for misinterpretation. And that's what we had to do. And we did that. And once we were able to tap into that and do that, then the relationship, it was so much better because we came to a mutual understanding about what we did and did not want to walk into moving forward. Because once that situation and that conversation happened and it was addressed, and we talked about it and we got everything off the table. Nothing could change if we stay in that moment, we have to figure out ways to move forward positive ways ways that we're going to be conducive to the relationship that we wanted to have moving forward in the future. And that's something that we continuously work on daily. And that's dope. That's a dope feeling to have. And there are so many men and women but i only speak from a woman's perspective because you know we go through it with our moms there's so many women out there that are continuously going through that same issue you know going through that same issue with their mother you know not being able to communicate with them and not being able to get them to understand how their behaviors and reactions to certain things that they experienced growing up had an adverse effect on them and potentially how they raise their kids and so you know you expect people to get it when they get older. But let me tell you, age means nothing. Age has nothing to do with maturity. I don't relate the two at all. And I hate when people say, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, you should talk to someone that's older, you know, the older you get. And let me tell you, I've met young people that are more wise and understanding than people that are my age are older. So age means nothing to me at all. It doesn't... It doesn't constitute being smarter, wiser, having more knowledge or anything. It has nothing to do with the price of cheese at all. And it all has to do with being open to receiving, open to acknowledgement and understanding of a situation, the person and who you are. So, you know, I I really don't relate the whole age thing. I wish people stopped doing that because it's kind of pointless to me, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, you just have to be... A person that's really open-minded and willing and you know sometimes that takes time it might take years but it can happen you can achieve it if you believe it you can achieve it you know and and that's true so you know we really have to take the time to know understand it and realize that this is going to take time we are going to continue to learn but we will get it And we will be fine. So I wanted to come and have this conversation with you guys because that comment that she made on that post, that had me feeling some type of way. I'm like, oh, let me jump on the podcast and make tonight's episode about that. And then come back around next week and talk about what I actually want to talk about tonight. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that and just come to the the conclusion like, fuck your apology you know, at the end of the day, fuck that apology. Don't spend your time investing energy into something that does not serve a purpose. Don't invest your time and energy into something that's not going to be conducive to your personal growth because it is draining, you know, and you can pass that on to your kids and your, your spouses and the relationship that you have with people. And like I said, even if you're going through something, it takes a person to be open and willing to work towards that. And if you have somebody like that, that is a blessing because you are learning and growing together. You are. You are learning and growing together and that can be a beautiful thing. But you also have to understand that if you're going through a situation with somebody, you both have to acknowledge your part and your role in something and how what you did might have an effect on the other person and vice versa. It can't always be on one person. You can't always go through a situation not acknowledge, fully acknowledge your role and how it played a part on somebody, but expect them to acknowledge everything that they did wrong in your eyes, everything that they did to make you feel a certain type of way, but you have no personal accountability for how you made them feel. You had no personal accountability to how what you said or what you did made them react the way that you did, but it's always on them. And I feel like that's the issue as well when you don't fully acknowledge because you don't want to take all of that accountability because you want to feel comfortable in your decision. You want to feel comfortable in how you're handling the situation. So you try to make the other per- the person feel bad. And that's not cool. So if you're going through a situation like that, you're not going to get anywhere with that. But like I said, it takes both individuals being willing and open to have the conversation and equally acknowledging who played a role, like each role that you played and how it equally had an effect on how both of you felt and interacted with each other. Because you, unless you're going to move something towards a relationship that's going to be conducive and positive in the future, you have to. You have to acknowledge those areas and you have to have the hard conversations. You do. It's going to take time. But if that person is worth it, If that relationship is worth it, then work on it, period. If you feel that it's not going to be conducive in the future, then leave it alone. But if that person is really worth it and working on it is going to not only fix the problem, but make you guys both better together, work on that and stick in there. You know, I love love. I do. I love love and I love relationships. I love people that are actually in those type of relationships where they understand the importance of that and they work towards it and they come to a solution. I love that. I, I, I love personal accountability, you know, being open to other people's um, feedback about you in a situation. You know, I don't take it personal. Never take it personal because it's going to be something that's going to help both of you grow and to become closer together. So never look at it like that. But as always, I wanted to just bring this to you guys and just give you something to think about because I feel it's very important and people are continuously going through it. So, you know, just take the time to think about some of the things that you are going through right now. Some of the things that you are holding on to and are waiting for an apology that's really preventing you from growing and stepping into that next phase in your life. And just remember that you are not the same person that you were five or ten years ago, yesterday, or even a minute or a second ago. You're not the same person. We are all continuously learning and evolving. And sisters, you are dope you are continuously learning to try to get this thing right and you know we will get it right but I don't understand you're not the only person that's going through this you're not the only person that experiencing that and once we become comfortable enough to talk to other women about what's going on that's when we start coming up with solutions it's so easy for us as women to get together in a group and just talk about the bad and all this other stuff and that's cool but what are we doing to actually create solutions What are we doing to actually fix the problem or the issue? We can talk about it all day, but what steps can we take to make it better? And that's what it should always be about, making it better, healing, and working towards something that's positive in the future, working towards something that's going to be beneficial for us, for our growth, something that we can pass down to our kids and have healthy dynamic and relationships within families, between people, coworkers, personal, whatever. You know, this is something that we as women have to continuously work on. And we have so many things up against us that sometimes we feel like it's impossible for us to do it, but we can do it. (laughs) You know, we can get through it and we will get through it because we're dope. We are dope individuals and we shall never forget that. And I will never let you forget that. So I'm telling you right now, sis, you are dope and you're going to get through it and you're going to rock it out and you're going to move on to the next thing and you're going to continue to be great. Period. (laughs) In my city girl's voice. But as always, I want to leave you guys with peace, love, and light. And I really hope that you took something away from this podcast and just know and understand, like I said before, you are not in this alone. You have sisters out here going through the same thing. And I got you. I might not know you, but I got you, boo. So, you know, just continue to be great and continue to be you. And don't apologize for being you. Don't apologize for being great. Don't apologize for being dope. You know, so just own it. Own your stuff and keep it moving and keep it popping. So until next week, I will come back to you guys next Wednesday, same time, same place. I leave you with peace, love, and light. And we will get together again next week, y'all. So peace out. Oh, you know, my, oh, you my, oh, you my.